Buenos días. Good morning. Buenos días. Good morning. It's that time of year. That time Everything's busy and we record when we can. <laughs> That's it. It is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. What the? It's Wednesday? Tuesday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's a day that ends with the Y. I can't hear myself. I don't know if I got if as long as you got me, I don't need to hear myself. Can you hear yourself now? No. It's all right. Okay. As long as well, it's, yeah, coming, it's picking it's up. Through. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to HFA Weekly. Is it just HFA Weekly or Weekly Convo? What's it called? HFA Weekly, I think. HFA Weekly. Anyway. We are so sorry that um, last week. We tried it a couple times, I think. Yeah. We were scheduled to do it a couple times. And. I don't remember what happened. Something. It was. we Last week was crazy. Yeah. We had. Well, we've got several things going on here at the church. We are closing out the school year. Mm-hmm. We have ended. Um. Connect groups. Yep. We had Mother's Day. Yeah. And then we had the very next Sunday, which was last Sunday, was graduation, graduation. Sunday. And it has been a whirlwind. Yep. <clears throat> Not trying to make excuses, but. Also, yes, making excuses. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We had graduations. Yeah, graduations. We had graduations. I've already been to three. Have you been? To, how many have you been to? Two. You've been to two. Saturday will make three. Saturday right? make three. Um, yeah, it's a busy time of the year. It is. It's. It makes you want to sing that song. It's the most, most wonderful time of the year. Busiest time. Yeah, we could change the words. I was looking at my calendar last night, <coughs> and all the stuff we have planned for summer. And yeah. Like, so in a couple of weeks we have youth camp. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of weeks after youth camp, we've got our youth summer trip. Yep. And then the next week is VBS. Yep. And then the very you next week. You forgot something. What did I miss? Your lock in. Oh, yeah. That's next week. Yeah. How can you forget that? That just sends cold chills away. all over my I body. <laughs> Man, I was looking at that's That's what started because I was looking yeah. at the lock in because it's the same week as our revival. And it's just, it's that's going to be a crazy week. Susan sent me a text the other day. She said, Have you looked at our calendar? <laughs> Yeah. And it wasn't a it wasn't one of those like have you looked at our calendar? It was like have you looked at our yeah, calendar? It's, yeah. So I have the youth trip area yeah. the lock in and then youth camp and then youth trip and then VBS and then kids camp. And I was sitting here thinking summer lasted a lot longer when I was a kid. Yeah. Like these weeks were longer. Yeah. There's, Some things happened. <laughs> there's not enough days in the year. No. Hours in the day, minutes yes. in the hour. Which what I was gonna—I was gonna move the—I was thinking about moving the lock-in because it's gonna be a crazy week with revival. But if I'd move it to the next weekend, I know I you know we tried camp tired. and yeah. I can't do that. We we were trying to do that. Uh, we were gonna do that. Uh, the youth takeover oh, youth service. Takeover service, yeah. And it was Mother's Day, <laughs> and we thought we were doing good. Yeah. That oh yeah, moms would come back, and you know. And then every, our boss vetoed us. Yeah, our boss vetoed us, <laughs> Susan. Uh, 
But there's a lot of others that, you know, that we probably won't have a lot of people come back. And so we need yeah. to move it. So we tried to move it to other dates and it didn't, it just didn't work. We out. literally went through every Sunday night yep. in the summer. And there's something, something Some going kind on. Of event. Something. Something happening. But it's okay. So it it's will okay. be sometime. So anyway, welcome to the podcast this morning. <laughs> so without any further ado, let's get this thing. Let's get this. <laughs> I thought you were hesitating. More. Let's get this thing. There we go. Let's get after it. We are so glad that you joined us today. God wants to do so much in you and through you, and we would love to hear about it. Would you send us an email at shannon at hectorfirst.com or mckenzie at hectorfirst.com to tell us your story. You can also go online and give to this ministry by going to hectorfirst.com and clicking the Give tab. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you enjoy the conversation. All right. We have apparently lost our our sync. Yeah, it's out. You know, when you're out of practice. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's all right. We'll get it back though. Maybe. <laughs> we may have. This start, is maybe the last podcast for a couple start, weeks. <laughs> we may have to start doing this on the fly. We could have done it yesterday. That would have been a good oh, one. We could have. So we yes. Went, yeah. Oh, go, ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. We went to go pick up furniture for our upstairs hangout room that we're redoing for the youth. That's been in the. That you're redoing. Let's let's give credit where credit is due. She has painted that entire room by herself. Well, you had help one time. Yeah, one or two times with. Uh, Yeah. The primer. So it took nine gallons of primer and eight gallons of paint. That's a big room. It's a big and it was the ceiling. It was dark blue and now it's a lighter color. I don't know if I would call that dark blue. Yeah, it was neon blue. That was a yeah very bright blue. So it's been a, it's been a work in the process. So I started it last summer, just whenever I could, and then you know everything got busy, and so I've decided like this, I'm gonna get it done. And so we're we got some. Uh, I found some furniture from a youth group up in Northwest Arkansas that they're trying to get rid of. Man, they blessed us. Yeah, they yeah. blessed us big time. Lots of furniture, foosball table, and some big old Lego blocks for our kids ministry. And huge yeah. Lego blocks. Like we had, we took the church van and the trailer, and the trailer and the church van were completely full of stuff. Yes, so huge blessing. Shout out to Northwest Church. Yes, um, so. in Bentonville, Arkansas, yes. Pastor Joe Lines, and we took Cruz with us. Yes, that's where I was going. I was like, where yeah. was I going with that? We took Cruz with us. Uh-huh. Um, um, old Zeke Stanick was supposed to go with us too, but he got hurt and couldn't couldn't trashy go, thing. But I know, but we took him with us and picked up furniture and we took him to wherever we wanted to eat. We ate more shrimp. That I've ever eaten in my life in one sitting. Probably ever combined. <laughs> it was I good. dreamed about shrimp. Last I night. dreamed I was a shrimp. <laughs> we went to Red Lobster. All three of us got unlimited shrimp. Oh, you can eat shrimp. It was a, it was a good day. It was. It, it was, was a good day. It was good. good. We had fun. Yeah. Had a good time. Talked about a lot of things. Talked about movies and... Talked about college. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. So we had three grad. We have three graduating seniors. Yeah. Uh, from high school, um, Elijah Barnett graduated from Hector uh, with honors. Yep. Uh, Zeke Stanick graduated from Dover. Mm-hmm. Elijah graduated on Sunday. Zeke was on Monday. Yeah. 
and we have crews that will be graduating on Saturday, Saturday. from Pottsville, and uh, we are so so proud of those guys and uh, honored that they are part yes. of our church. They're easy to celebrate. They are. They are. So they. So we honored them on Sunday, and it was. Um, it was a great day. Man, did it rain. Oh, my gosh. It rained. The bottom yes. fell out. Hailed, too. Did it really? Yeah. A couple, not very long. It was very small, but it did. <clears throat> I had some friends in Russville that uh, showed, posted some pictures that, and videos. They had some big hail. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. So, graduation, it rained. I don't think it was raining when we got out, but it was, it was raining before it started. And yeah. so... It's crazy. Park trying to find a place to park, and I had to park all the way in the elementary school parking lot. Yeah. And I had a rain jacket on, but I the wind was blowing, and so my jeans were completely soaked by the time I got into the gym. Like I could have wrung them out. I parked in a no parking zone. Yeah, he parked up close, <laughs> and didn't even take me to my car. We offered. I know they offered. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, Man, did it rain. Yeah. It rained. We were without electricity a little bit. Yeah. About three times. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. And then it was gone. And just as mysteriously as he came. Yes. It came. Yep. So, yeah, we've had a busy, busy week so far. And um, it's been... Our, our daughter, Megan, graduated law school Yes. on mm-hmm. Saturday. She is a lawyer. Yeah, she is. And uh, when she passes the bar, she will be an attorney. Did you know that was a thing? I didn't know the difference. I knew that it was, I thought it was, I thought it was two words that meant the same thing. Nope. I didn't. Uh, I didn't either until my daughter went to law school. She's glad it's she's over. She's a 24-year-old lawyer. That's it. That's pretty cool. That's it. 24. Is that right? She was, oh, she was born in 98. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm 26. Yeah. And I was born in 96. She was born in 98. And it's 2002. She just celebrated. I mean, it's 22. Like, I haven't heard that. <laughs> so, yeah. She is a 24-year-old lawyer. Takes the bar in July, I think. July? In July. She started studying already. Oof. Already, man, it's been crazy, been crazy, but God's good. Hey, I am super excited. We got revival starting this Sunday. About that, so have uh, you ever been in a service with Lee? I have not. You're gonna like him. I have not. We have Lee McBride coming from all the way down south from Alabama. 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 (laughs) Pastor McKenzie just built. Coffee. You can go. What you need to go clean. Yes, hold on. You just, I'll, I'll keep talking. She's got coffee on her jeans. It's hot coffee. She hadn't even been able to drink it. It's been so hot. <laughs> Pobrecita. Um, so, yeah, we got Pastor or Brother Lee, McGri- Lee McBride that's coming from Alabama. And uh, I am super excited uh, to have him. Um, here with us, it starts Sunday, uh, Sunday mornings, worship is at 10.30, we have Sunday school at 9.30, worship at 10.30, and then Sunday afternoon at 5, and then uh, Monday 
Tuesday and Wednesday will start at 6.30. So it's going to be a great, a great time. This will be our first revival here at HFA since we've been here since, um, I guess, way back since COVID had hit. And uh, <clears throat> so we are, we're pumped and uh, you will be blessed. I know it. I know it. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of things that are happening. Uh, the the weather's changing. Everything's green. Um Man, it's uh, it's beautiful. It is beautiful outside. And hey, I want to take this time to give a big shout out to the Stanick crew. Uh, I know Ken and Andrew. They have been mowing uh, the churchyard the last two times, and uh, Zeke was here and helping. And um, Ken's father-in-law, Jim Prophet. I call him good looking, and. Uh, uh, it was up here, and they've been helping, and I want y'all to know that I appreciate it very, very much, and um, I love you all, love you all, and it is, the yard has never looked better, um, so thank you, thank you to each one of you, and uh, so yesterday, I'm still trying to fill in, uh, this is a conversation, a one-sided conversation, oh, and she's back, and uh <clears throat> but yesterday, I think it was yesterday, maybe maybe it was Monday, that uh, they started the dirt work on uh, the family dollar. Hector Ooh, yes. is getting a Sorry, family <laughs> dollar right, across the, right across the street from Hector, First Assembly of God. So right across the street from my house. Yeah, yep. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty handy. Um, I don't know. I've heard mixed feelings. Yeah. Uh, some are excited, some are not. Um, I don't, so. I can probably count on one hand the amount of times I've been in a family dollar. Yeah, me too, probably. Is it going to be a lot like Dollar General? I get them all confused. Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Family Dollar. Yep. Family Dollar is the red and yellow one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know... I don't know if I've ever been at a Family Dollar then. I don't know if I've ever been in one. I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. But I'm interested to see what all yeah. they have. Anyways. Hey, it'd be so much... If they if they carry groceries. Oh, man, yeah. You know how, easy, how fantastic that's going to be? Oh, yeah. That's going to be nice. Well... We're having some at church. Ah, oh, don't we don't have any forks. Run, we run run. To the we don't have any dollar. drinks. We need crackers. Let's run to the family dollar. Run, literally. Huh? Literally run. Yeah. That'd be it'd be I think it'd be nice. So we'll see. Spitting distance. We will see. We will see. So it sounded very Hector, didn't it? Yeah. So they they have started that and um, they are getting ready to put the culverts in today. And give an update on our construction here at the church. They are making quite a bit of progress on the connecting of our buildings. Yes, it looks great. They uh, So in the back northeast corner of the church, we have fixed the water leaks and getting ready to uh, connect or put an opening, a door in the back corner. And which will come out at yard level in the backyard, and we'll have a sidewalk all the way to the fellowship hall and the um, pavilion. Sweet. Which will be covered, 
be a covered sidewalk so people can go to uh, Sunday school and not get wet, uh, come back from Sunday school and not get wet. And uh, so, yeah, nice. that's getting closer and closer. They are pouring the steps. Okay. Maybe this week. Sweet. And uh, on the back side, yeah. on the south side of the fellowship hall, put in a new door there. So, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. I was confused uh, at first. I'd, I'd forgotten that the the parking lot to the fellowship hall is raised. Like, it's higher than the parking lot in the back side of the church. And I was confused at first as to why there were stairs back behind the stage. I was like, what are they, what are they doing? Like they, but then I realized you got to have the stairs to go out. The, well, the we really didn't so. know how it was going to work. So. But uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be yes. great. Um, yeah. So we're super excited about that. And uh, so a lot of good things, a lot of good things are happening and taking place here at, here in Hector and yes. HFA. So we've got a lot of things that are, that are happening and coming around. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. So let's, um, was there anything else? Any updates on the church? Informational wise. Um, we talked, did we talk about youth camp? <clears throat> yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day. Coming up, we are going to do church outside. Under yes. the pavilion, no Sunday school that morning. That's the 29th. That'll be fun. That's um, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. The more I think about it. Yeah. I'm going to be a grandpa in a few. Yes, I you guess. are. It's getting closer. About a month from today is the, her due date is the 18th of June. So That's so exciting. Four weeks. So anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Could be any time now. So is there any other? I don't think there's any, any other updates. I don't think so. All right. So we uh, conversed this morning. We are we are not prepared to continue the conversation that we started last um, last podcast. Last podcast. So about um, can a um, can a Christian lose salvation? salvation? Yeah. And so we are going to re-familiarize familiar, familiarize mm-hmm. Sounds right. ourselves with that. Yeah. We don't want to just jump off in it. We are not prepared. Let's just We're going to put, put a pin in it and come yes, back to we'll it We'll come later. back to it. And uh, so we will definitely um, leave a heads up. We'll give a heads up before we... Yeah. Uh, when we get to that. So maybe the next one we'll just see. depends on how this week goes. <laughs> so, uh, but this morning. You got something else planned for us? Well, I was reading an article this morning. Um, it's a, um, it's not a touchy subject. Okay. But it is, it's something that, so I was, I was reading an article and then I was listening to a sermon in my short while I was, um, getting ready to leave the house this morning. Okay. Um, 
was listening to a preacher out of Virginia, um, a new guy that I Susan's actually discovered, and um, I don't have his name in front of me. Let me see if I can find it. It was in a text message that she sent me. Um, it's called Life Point Church. Um, let me see if I can find the pastor's name. Um, all I got is Pastor Daniel. Daniel. Pastor Daniel. Um, he was talking about, it was actually a Mother's Day sermon, but it it wasn't much on Mother's Day, but, mm-hmm. um, he was talking about, um, the, and, and I, it seems like I've talked about it, uh, a lot here lately is Pentecost and, when we talk when we talk about Pentecost or Pentecostals, we think of what do you think of when when somebody uses the word Pentecostal? It depends on the context. Um, if somebody's calling someone a Pentecostal, mm-hmm. I think long hair and okay. long skirts. Even though I grew up Pentecostal, that's yeah. still the I have I don't know that's the first thing coming to my mind. But if someone's talking about Pentecost, I think of like. Outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. So it depends so, on how they say and what they okay. say in the context. I think. All right. So we know that Pentecost is, uh, it, it, it started with a, it was a festival. Mm-hmm. It was the uh, the Passover. Yeah. It was the, the time when uh, they the, the children of God, the people of God were asked to... Uh, Sacrifice a lamb, take the lamb's blood and put it over their doorpost. Yes, uh, put it on their doorpost and over the uh, the entry of the door. Yeah, and that way, when the um, uh, it seems like there's a, a couple of names. Was it? It wasn't the death angel, or was it labeled the death angel? I think it was the angel of death. The, the angel of death, yeah. or some some translations will say. Um, Something else I can't remember now, but it was the Passover that yeah. the blood was sacrificed. the 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 lamb was sacrificed. Yeah. The blood was a symbol of uh, protection, yes. salvation, and the death angel, angel of death, whatever, would pass over the um, over that house, yes, because they were protected by God. Um, I know when we start when we start talking about Old Testament stuff like that, it tends to yeah freak people out. Yeah, it gets a little. Why would God do that? Yeah, you know, there's there's so many questions um, that people have pertaining to that that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, when you start looking at the Old Testament, it can get it can get scary, sketchy, yeah, bloody, yeah. Very some gory quick. stories in there. Yes. Yes. Um, but, so, back to, back to this. The, pan, the Pentecost and how we, we have labeled our, our culture today, we have labeled Pentecost as something that is out there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes, yes. That, uh. I don't People know. make it weird. 
people that, are weird. That's what he said. He said, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit, um, the Holy Spirit, or the power of the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. is not weird. Right, right. People make it people weird. Make, people are weird. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's not weird. Yeah. He mentioned something in the in that sermon about that he always has something. God has something he always wants to do through us. Yeah. But what we think of as, okay, our natural will never be super mm. until we allow the Holy Spirit. Wow. Which becomes the supernatural. Mm. So. That's good. Anyway. Um so I was reading this. That was a good sermon. And it kind of just, I'm reading a book right now by T.D. Jakes, and I've got to finish it this week. I've just got to. Yeah, i got to finish my book this week. Um, it's called From the Cross to Pentecost. and we You've been reading that one for a while. Yeah, I've got four books going right now. Okay, that's why. Can you believe that? Four books. I've just got a few chapters left. I I can't do this again. I keep telling myself. I keep telling you that. <laughs> he keeps talking about how I can't keep reading multiple books at once, but yet here we are. But this one, this one's so good. Yeah. So good. Um, seems like, well, we have Pentecost coming up. The Pentecost is coming yeah. up the first Sunday of June. And um, so it's just kind of fitting. And it seems like everything that I'm reading is falling in line with it. It just, isn't that crazy when, when you, it, it happens to me all the time. I either hear something, I'm reading something, and I either hear something from the Word or hear something right. from another, somebody else. But uh, anyway. The Lord just keeps bringing it back up. Yeah. 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 So um, I was reading this article this morning by Carrie Newhoff, and uh, it was, it, the title of it is Five Reasons Charismatic Churches, quotation marks, uh, are growing and attractional churches our past peak. Mm. And he gives, he lays out five things and I don't want to stay here very long. I just wanted to, just to highlight a, a few things. Um, <clears throat> but it says that he starts, he opens up the article like this. Think about how churches were just, were. think about how churches were just before the pandemic hit. If you looked at almost any growing church led by young leaders, it definitely tended toward the charismatic the expressive worship, more emotionally delivery and preaching and openness to the work and the activity of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and generally a warmer, more enthusiastic and expressive gathering. And a lot of the and a lot of the churches that lean toward more charismatic expression of their faith were filled with young adults and millennials. Meanwhile, many leaders in attractional churches, we're finding it harder and harder to reach. This is now. Mm-hmm. Harder and harder to reach new people. While not universally true, some have stopped growing or at least seen a slower growth in the last five to ten years. Wow. Post-pandemic, that trend may even be more accelerated. He says, please hear me. This is not a they're right and you're wrong post. There's a learning together post. Actually, both the charismatic and the attractional movements have contributed massively to reaching millions of people. There is much to learn from each other's. 
from each other. Goes on to just go, kind of just break it down of, of what's happening. We have the cultures that have uh, collided, and with the pandemic and everything that has changed the dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, because whether we want to think about it or not, it has changed the dynamics of the way we do church. Yeah, uh, it's always in the back of our mind. Everything that we've been through, uh, the changes that were forced upon us. Uh, we have some that still haven't came back to church. We right. have some that have came back. We still have some that are more reserved, but others that are, you know, back to somewhat. Hey, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready to to move forward to this. Um, this is the thing that he, that he drives home the hardest right here. Churches that love their methods more than their mission mm. will die. Ooh. Man, that's so true. They're going to die. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. What do you think? What what do you, what do you think of when you when 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 I read that statement? I have what I you know that came to my mind. What what comes to your mind? You're 26. Mm-hmm. You've been raised in church your whole life. But what 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 comes to your mind when you think of a method or a tradition? Yeah. When it comes to church, what or when I read that statement? That love their churches that love their method more than their mission will die. I mean, what I think of is what the all the churches across the world just experienced like a couple years ago. You know, um, mm-hmm. church had to drastically drastically change for a lot of churches because we had to go completely virtual, completely online. Yes, um, it, that changed our offering. It changed our giving. It changed our worship. It changed the the way we deliver a message. It changed and. Fellowship. If you wanted your church to keep on going, you had to do it. I mean, everyone shut down. And so I think if we were, there were a lot of churches that really struggled, that really struggled because they were so set in their tradition in the way that churches, quote unquote, supposed to look. And, and it's been done this way for years. How can we change it? That they really struggled to keep their online presence and or maybe they didn't have it before and they yeah. struggled in finding yeah. it and because yeah. they <clears throat> i mean it's almost like people the people were pushed into this new era that's yes. been here for a while like right. there's been a lot of which nothing wrong with that. i'm not bashing those right, churches right. but it, it was hard for a lot of people because your method had to completely change whether you were ready for it the, to change or not there were churches that had never right had a online giving online no online anything. services no cameras there were some that like even like the 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 process of finding online worship like maybe just youtube videos was yes. difficult for them because mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't know how to do youtube they didn't know how to and it sounds it sounds or even just Doing a service online. Yes, yes. Setting up a Facebook Live. Yes. How many? You got problems? Well, it's just. How many? How many times did did we or did you help a church? Yeah. Throughout the when the pandemic started. Yeah, we had a couple churches. How many times did we reach out for help? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's it was one of it's one of those things when I think of what you just said, churches who have their method more than their mission or yeah. whatever 
had we, I'm going to start with, stick with our church. Had we been so, which we were already online before. <clears throat> well, we, and we were, this was new to us. Yes. As well. Yeah. So we didn't have a tradition. Right. Right. We had just gotten here. Yeah. But if we had, ad, as pastors that had grown up in church and been used yes. to church our whole life, had got in our mind like, well, no, we're not going to do church different because I've always done church this way and I've always done youth this way and I've always seen it done this way. We would have lost people. Yeah. More than COVID. You know what I mean? Like people, we wouldn't have been able to reach people. If our mission is to reach people and love people like Jesus does, we we wouldn't have been able to do that because we were so caught up in the method that we forgot about the mission. That's it. So. That's it. I like it. The world is constantly changing. And if we're going to be effective in reaching people, we got to be open to change as well. That's it. Not the gospel. Don't change the gospel. No. But the method. That never changes. Yeah. But yeah, the method. Um, he he labels some things right here before he gets into the the five things, but this this is so true, and I think we've talked about a lot of these. But he says that the big shift is happening in how churches express themselves on the weekend and conduct their weekend experiences, moving from this anatomy to the sense of belonging. Mm. Say that again. Moving from anatomy to the sense of belonging. Wow. Instead of just, well, that's just being, I'm just being a part of that. Yeah. I belong to that. Yes, yes. There's a difference. Oh, there's a big difference. I go there, but that's my church. Yes. I belong there. And there's a a big difference when you have a, a church, a group full of people that just go to a church. Yeah. And then when you have a group of people that belong to a church yeah. and they are, that's it's that, their you know, church. And, and I, I like, I would like to even think that I would, I would have this. I, and I do, I do feel this way. I, I have FOMO. Susan yeah. will tell you that's, that's part of my, um, my Enneagram. Yeah. I mean, I am, I have a. F- okay. Sorry. Yeah. That's right. Our microphone's cut out. It back? cut out. You said I have a. But he was saying, I have a fear of missing out. He's got FOMO. Okay, yeah, I have FOMO. Uh, I, I would, I, I have this, and it, I think it's a healthy one. Susan says it's unhealthy sometimes, <laughs> but um, I have, I have a feeling that it can't go, it can't go on without me. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, I understand. I feel the same way. Uh, and I think that, well, I mean, I think, I don't know. How cool would it be if everybody felt that way? Yeah, that they wanted to be a part of everything. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, they they can't. They have this fear that church will not go on without yeah. them. Ah, that's it's my that's my feelings. And Susan says it's unhealthy, and it, it is to an extent. Yeah. That, uh, but anyway, I, I just love I love being here. I do too. I, I do. I do. I seriously, I like legit. Whenever if I'm gone on a Sunday. I got FOMO. Like I want to. I want to know everything that's going on. I want to know I, who was there. I want to know who said what. And yep. I just want if I'm gonna have to be gone, I want somebody to Facetime me and keep me on their shoulder. To me, that's belonging. Yeah. That's belonging. This is this is, this is my second yeah. family. You that's know? right. That's right. It's home. That's right. Okay. He he says. Um, he says moving from engagement of the heart, not just the head. Mm. Oh man, that's such that's so true. That's been a that's been a big thing for me is taking stuff from your yeah. 
head to your heart. Because you can head knowledge know something. Oh, yeah. But when you heart Definitely. knowledge know something, it makes a world of a difference. It makes a world. And I think that that goes with the word. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can read the word. We can memorize the word. But until when we internalize it, when yeah. it moves from the head to the heart, isn't that a song? Yes. There's, it's by United Pursuit. Yeah. It's a good uh, song. It's a good album. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, I could I could tell you the exact place I was and what I was doing when like just biblical concept like the love of God went from head to heart for me. Yeah. Like if you have a tangible moment like that, that's one of those things you don't forget. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. No, I do too. I absolutely love the Lord. And I don't know how to and I and I, it's a tr- I, I truly do. It's not yeah. just that I'm just going through the motions. I know yeah. I'm a pastor. I know I have to, but I do. Yeah, yeah, same. And I want other people to experience yeah. that. Um, he talks. Of, uh, he he mentions more variety of services than three songs in a message. Yeah. And when I read that, I thought I thought about the last two Sundays. We had Mother's Day, yeah. and we had all the moms come up to the front, and yeah. that was that was huge. There was a lot There's of a lot moms, moms yeah. up up there. And then uh, last Sunday, you brought all the kids up that was twenty two and under, mm-hmm. and man, that was. I, I want I want a snapshot if we today yes, if you can yes, if yes, you can yes, get yes. a snapshot and, and and post that or send it to me and I'll post it. That was, it was awesome. that was very emotional. Yeah. And I think about Made me the, emotional. <laughs> that those type of thought, those yeah. type of, of, you know, where it's not just, we just do the same old thing. Um, I think one thing that I've struggled with as a pastor coming back uh, from the mission field and then going through COVID and then coming back into worship, of course we've been back, but I've struggled with altar calls. Yeah. How do I do them? How do I get people to respond? Yeah. How do I, um, you know, and I know that it's, it goes back to some of it's that heart and head thing. Yes. It's, it's, um, belonging It's so many of these, these things, they, they just, they're intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says more passionate expressions of worship. Yeah. Sometimes when everything's new, um, when you have a new pastor, yeah. When you have a new youth pastor, when you have a new worship pastor, because we got it all new yeah. at the same time, and um, the newness there, it's because it's we're all different. Yeah, I'm 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 different. I'm a I'm me. Yeah, I'm me. You are you. Pastor Katie Joe is Pastor Katie Joe. Yeah, we're all different, and I get it. Sometimes it's the expressions of worship. It doesn't, everything that, that we do, it doesn't hit everybody the same way. Right. But it's more than the song. Yes. This is, this is and he talks about this, T.D. Jakes talks about it in this book. If you have to have the worship, if you have to have the right song to worship, then you don't understand the cross. Oh, yeah, that's so true. You don't. That's so true. And It's not genuine worship either. Yeah. I mean, I, there's there's songs that... that uh, that I don't like, yeah. or not that I don't like, but it's not your favorite. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's a new song, but we'll always, we'll never have that song if we don't learn it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's does that makes sense. Yeah. Every song at some point was new. Yeah. There you go. Um. He also mentions having a dish, moving, 
Moving from additional space during the service for prayer. Having more time of prayer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All right. Let me, I, I, I could stay on that one for a while too, but um, let me, we're, we're just going to hit these five real quick. Okay. And then we're going to shut her down, okay? Let's hear it. Number one. Now, let me, let me just, so five reasons charismatic churches are growing, Okay. This okay. is this is the title. The four number one, the foyer is moved. Like what does that mean? So the foyer is the greeting. Yeah, the greeting area. Okay. Because of the pandemic, because of COVID, everybody went online. We've already touched on this. Yeah. People we've had more people visit our church before they even walk through the door. It's true. That's so true. the greeting the foyer is our online presence. Yeah, that's true. That's it's a good our point. Facebook, it's our website, which our website is not up to date because uh, Susan's got a job and Shannon and McKenzie does not know how to update it. <laughs> that's true. But we're gonna we're gonna learn. We're <laughs> gonna right. learn. Uh, but Facebook, Instagram, they have decided new people, people that come to our church that that may not regularly come. They have already made a decision that they have went through the foyer. They've gr- been greeted. Yeah. They like the content. They're coming for more. Yeah, that's true. So this is a reason why, this is number one, why charismatic churches are growing. Because the foyer's moved. Because the foyer's moved. Because like culture. Yeah. A method of... I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, people do the same the same thing with people too, though. Like before, oh, yeah. if I'm gonna meet someone new, before yeah, I even go shake their hand, them. I go find their Facebook page. You know, everybody does it. Everybody, everybody. So yeah. that's number one. Okay, I told you there's there's a lot, um, there's a lot that he's wrote in each one of these, and we're not going to tackle all of them. I will say this. He, he he did say this in under number one. When an unchurched person visits your church for the first time these days, they are more likely to sample something real, want to experience something different, and are likely ready to engage faster. Yeah. that's We've seen that to be true. Yep. All right, number two. People want transformation, not information that's good it goes back to the head of the heart yeah it is they don't want more information i get it people are going to have to have information to be transformed but there is something out there that's pushing them striving to learn something different they want to be different yeah what do you think yeah that's so true so true um, when people come to your church these days, fewer are looking for information about God. They're looking for an experience with God. Yeah. Too many people have been to church who have been to church know God, but not enough know God. Mm, no, that's so true. Yeah, we have a that's we have a lot of people who know who God is, but they don't know anything about him. And they don't know anything about his life changing. They know about him. They don't know him. Yeah. All right. Number three, transcendent. Transcendent. That's a big word. Transcendent in connecting more than imminent 
right now. That's mm. a lot. Yeah. He says this, and then we can... It says both the digital explosion and the cynicism of the age have left people hungry, hungering for a transcendent touch. Transcendent. I don't know why I want to say <laughs> a transcendent touch. Think about the explosive rise of porn. People are searching for intimacy, but in porn, they get the opposite. Mm. They're looking for more. Yeah. People are hungry for true community deeper experiences, and authentic, authentic transcendence. That's this so is true. why churches are grow- that are growing are focusing more and more on creating experiences that engage more than just the head on a Sunday, yeah. but also engage the heart and relationship. Yeah. That's so true. Does that make sense? Yeah, Did that explain sense. the big long title? Yeah. Man, there is so much out there that is trying to grab. Man, these microphones. You said there's so much out there that's trying to grab their attention. Yes, yes. And uh, just trying to get it to. Why, why can't we? Why can't it be God? Right. I, you know, I, he, he tweets this It's a shame when people come to church looking for God but only find us. Mm. Man, that's so true. That's good. Man, I God help me that that never happens. Yes, yes. That that never happens. I don't want them to come to church and find me. I want them to come to church and find God. Yeah, man, that's so true. Uh, number four. Number four, downloadable experiences have become resistible experiences. Church online is new, so we are all trying to figure it out. I think online provides a huge front door to everyone you're trying to reach. Everyone you're trying to reach with the love of Christ is online. Every person, I mean, we get, I get all my information yeah. from Instagram. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I don't, I don't. I don't watch the news and I choose, I get to choose what I usually mine's having to do with hunting, yeah. canning, gardening, cooking. Yeah. That's what I tend to gravitate to. Um, Christian things, pastors, I, I follow a lot of pastors, but those are experiences that, um, that I choose to put myself into. And how do I navigate those things navigates my life? Yeah. It molds me. Yes. And the the online presence, what I choose to put online personally is it can be good. Yeah. Or it can be detrimental. Yes. Yes. Um, I refuse to be a negative influence. Yes. Agreed. And if our ch- our church cannot be a negative influence, a church cannot be negative right. influencer in the world, especially that we're living today. Oh, for sure. It can't be. Church online has to be, everything that we do online has to be an experience that 
eventually brings them through the door. Yes, yes. Or into a relationship with God. For sure. Anything to add to that? Um, no, I mean, that's good stuff. I Online presence is one of those things where you have to be extra careful what you say just because you can't, you can't, people can't read your tone through through a picture or through a writing that you post yeah. on, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just, that's one of those things people are going to, like you said about church, people are going to make up their mind about church before they ever, people are going to make up their their mind about right. you too. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, last one. Okay. Pol- passions beat polish. Yeah. That's true. So. That's good. This is, you I mean, we could spend... $100,000 on a on a system, sound yeah. system, video equipment. We can spend I mean we know our video equipment. We have sound we have we have sound issues. Yeah. We've having more and more uh but we have our our video equipment is not the best. Right. But I believe our passion is yes. where it needs to be. Yes. And he talks about one of the reasons that charismatic churches, and we are charismatic. Yeah. That we, one of the reasons that we're, we are growing is because, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know if I could pin it down to this, but I mean, we're not polished. Yeah. By any means. Right. Um, but the passion is there. Yes, for sure. And I, I don't ever want to get hung up on on the polish. I mean, it's nice to have nice things. Yeah. I mean, we've got some video cameras that are that are very old uh, that they have to stay plugged in and turned on all yeah. the time, or they will not work. Right. Um. But we have this stuff there in place that helps us to run those. Yeah. And, uh, we spent many hours trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. You've spent many hours trying to get the programs right and everything in between. Uh, we spent hours on our knees rewiring, (laughs) um, HDMI cables and all that fun stuff. But, um, we are not by any means polished, right? But our poly- but our passion is where it's at. Yes, and it's the same thing with our personal walk. I think. Oh, for sure. If if uh, I could walk into church every Sunday in a three piece suit, decked out, tie, you know, dressed to the to the hilt. And will that make anything different? No. Am I going to reach more people? No. Right. I don't wear a suit. I don't wear a tie. Yeah. I don't wear a dress. And I don't know. There's there's something. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. I want people to feel comfortable. Right. And I have one suit and it stays zipped up in a carry bag. Yeah. That's my wedding 
funeral suit. <laughs> uh, but there's nothing wrong with being polished. Right, right. Nothing wrong with it. There are some churches that still that still the pastor wears, but there are other people in the church that wear suits. Yeah. There's nobody at HFA that wears a suit. Nobody. I'm sitting here thinking I don't think I don't think I've ever. Most maybe every, most everybody, most all the guys wear jeans. Yeah. And or khakis. Now, or khakis. Now I I will dress the part. Yeah. But that's not what I'm concerned about. Yeah. I, I want people to feel comfortable. I want them to to feel comfortable and to see that the passion of that I have for God and for Christ is in me more than I'm more concerned about that than I am about anything else. Yes. And it's the same way when people walk through the door of our church, I want them to feel the passion yes. of God, the the love of Christ. Um, we I make I make bloopers, I make mess ups all the time. Um all the time. Yeah. I'm not polished. I am by any, I am no way near polished. Me either. So, anyway, um, is this why churches are growing? Those churches are growing is because we're, I mean, all those things. I think, I mean, I know that that's just an article. It's just an article. It's guy's opinion. But, man, so many of those things are true. Yeah, it's so true. So true. Um, we, and it hit, we hit all of those. Uh we want nothing more than to um, love people and love people the way Jesus did. That's right, for sure. So, anyways, that's all I got today. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. You good? I'm good. Your leg on, bar, on fire? No, nope, it's it okay? all good. It's kind of cold now because it's all <laughs> cold off. Well, we're glad you didn't burn yourself. Me too. It did hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well... We are, we're so glad that you chose to be a part of our podcast, and we know that we have been slacking a lot here lately, and uh, it's not because we want to. Right. Um, it's just the way it's happened. It's the way the cookie has crumbled. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, hey, come out to church this Sunday. Come to church tonight. Yeah, come Wednesday, the 18th of May. School is almost over. Almost Summer over. is almost here. And uh, come, come to out Revival. To tonight. Yeah, come to Revival starting Sunday. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So I don't have anything else. I don't either. That's all I have to say about that. As wise man once said that. <laughs> it's true. All right. We pray you guys have a great day today. Yes. Tell somebody about Jesus. We love you. Love you guys. And we'll catch you next time on catch the Catch you on the Flippity Flip. Bye.